Welcome to Probably Science. We are back after Christmas, after New Year's. Uh, we're refreshed, we're renewed. Andy's ill, Brooks is away. It's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah, it's a great time. Uh, I'm Matt Kirshen. Next to me is Andy Wood. Hello. Uh, and we are going to be going through the week uh, and a little bit beyond the week in science news with a couple of comedians. Uh, how, uh, should we, like, why not just get straight to introducing the guests? Because we've got a double guest show th- Two. this week. This is our first double newcomer guest show since we started. Doubles in the new year. All right. It's pretty exciting, right? I, I guess. It's about as I mean, I'm going to bring it. That sounds know. like as excited as Dan Telfer gets. Dan Telfer Yay! is here. Hey! I'm ready to bring it. Nice. I'm ready to do this. You're going to overcome my illness. Oh, I'm going to overcompensate for how you're just Mr. Grumpus. Excellent. <laughs> A comedian, writer, onion writer. Yes. Fresh transplant from Chicago to LA. Correct. Welcome. Ooh. Hi. And uh, and other guests as well. You've heard a female voice across there. Yep, I'm a female. She's a female <laughs> it's, voice. It's Uh-oh. confirmed. Comedian. No, <laughs> There's different kinds of chromosomes at the table, everybody. All right, Gross. we'll do the science in a bit. Yeah, that, but... that sounded way grosser than it should Hannah Ganson. Yeah, that's me. Writer, singer, musician, pianist. Yep. Comedian. Yep. Funny, funny person. Thank you. Uh, so we, we we always ask we always ask I guess this is the first question we what is your science background in um if in, any in my in my own mind I'm pretty much a scientist right um I've I've passed all all uh, tests and expectations in my mind so that's all that counts pretty much, yeah if it's good enough for you yeah are you like a kind of lab coat wearing scientist or are you more theoretical. Uh, pretty much, yeah, all of it, you know? Yeah, all of it. I mean, I'm I'm wearing, like, a trench coat thing, and I figure that's what scientists wear when they aren't wearing their lab coats. It looks like it's an investigative scientist, like some yeah. of the Sherlock Holmes scientists. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like a, like a pea coat, like a yeah. London... Uh, thank you. I, yeah, British I'm looking scientist. for... I'm looking for my, uh, you know, info so I can make my hypotheses. That sounded like a science word. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded legitimate to me. I'll, <laughs> I'll take that. There you go. But did you study anything at, like in school? Was there a subject that you were either good at or poor at that was science oh, related, yeah. notably? Or well, uh, I grew up uh, in a small town in Iowa, and uh, we we had a science class. It was uh, it was called home ec, and uh, <laughs> you learn pretty much all the science you need to know for if uh, small town Iowa, like uh, <laughs> boil starts to water at a certain temperature. And uh, boil starts to water. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, in Russia, water boils you. Yeah, and if uh, you know, if you combine baking soda and vinegar, uh, you're the life of the party. So you get some great volcanoes out yeah. of it. Yeah. So you got That's some good like potty science out of school. Yeah, yeah. No, I had to. Uh, I had to carry around a fake baby when I was a senior in high school. They gave us these dolls. You never know, heard of yeah, these those dolls yeah, that yeah. it's supposed to scare you from being pregnant. But it's like pretty much everybody. You know, I mean, like, it, I feel like it was too late, you know, like you don't start teaching kids when they're 18. Hey, you can get you can have a baby, you know, and they're like carry on this baby. So 18. You've already gotten past yeah, the, I mean, the danger. Like, like when they're 15 or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like the, the girls that wanted to, you know, wanted to, you know, do it. They were already doing it. You right, know, they didn't yeah. care about, you know. At 18, 18 is a reasonable age in some parts of the world. It's like having like a 30-year-old like, yeah, like scaring you, someone out of like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm of birthing age. It's appropriate that yeah. I... Yeah, uh, like most of the countries, you already have like three kids by yeah. the time you're 18. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that's, you know... They also make you just carry around a fake mortgage for a week yeah. or two. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a lot more useful, yeah. 
Seriously, if they sat kids down through the, the process of signing a mortgage, no one would ever buy a house. That's the worst. Have you ever sat? Oh, it's yeah. like a hundred papers. Yeah, it's, it's insane. A nightmare. And you forget how to sign your own name by the end of it. You have to sign it like 200 times. That's a great idea. Yeah. You should teach science. <laughs> I should teach the yeah. science of mortgages. Yeah. How not to. How science, I'll call That's it. That's crazy. Grow well, up. actually, so you're from the same. Uh, Brooks Whelan, our third host who's, who's in absentia right now, is also from. Yeah, he's I, from what, Iowa. What yeah. part are you from? Uh, I'm from Toddville. It's, uh, it's about 15 minutes north of Cedar Rapids. Okay. Which was in the news a few years ago because the city was entirely underwater. Whoa. Yeah, they so had a crazy. That. Yeah, they had a crazy flood, and every like the entire downtown was just completely submerged in water. Jeez. Yeah, that put us on the map. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Well, actually, it, it took, it took, it it took off. a natural <laughs> disaster. Yeah. That, uh, Ed yeah. Helms movie yeah. just couldn't float the city. That wasn't <laughs> enough. That was actually filmed in my hometown, though. I think. Cedar Rapids? filmed in Ann Arbor, I think. I, they I could not have shot that in a Holiday Inn that wasn't in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I stayed uh, in that hotel, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. I think that the, somebody had like a sixth grade birthday party in that hotel, and I, I'm pretty sure it's the same one. That's when, they, when I heard it was in Ann Arbor, I was, at, I was wondering if it was the one that, yeah, Holiday Inns were mostly, I think 90% of their business in the Midwest is just like six, yeah. six-year-old birthday parties. <laughs> It's like some have those indoor outdoor pools you can swim underneath. That was yeah. the coolest. Oh, oh they're the best. Well, and they had that very picturesque uh, shot of the Quaker Oat sign. It, that, so I and that's, that's definitely... it. That's in Cedar Rapids. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh. so I don't know. Maybe they did some of it there. And so I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand the science of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was probably all done in Ann Arbor, and then they just put the Iowa stuff in in post. That was uh. all CG. It'd be too expensive. I mean, they, what are they, they can't fly a film crew to Iowa. That's yeah, that's crazy. Outlandish. Put them up and I can hardly fly. Yeah, how would that, Iowa? That's impossible. It just wouldn't work. Uh, we have another Midwesterner here with us. Oh, we, we already knew supposedly. Him, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you lived in Chicago for a long time. Are you I'm from there though? I grew up in in the in just south of it, and then yeah, lived in in the city limits or just like a block away from city limits. Oh, my okay. adult life. So I lived in Lincoln Square for about two years. Yeah, I was mostly an Edgewater Before, Rogers yeah. Park kind of guy. Okay, but, I loved uh, Rogers Park. I did not. Really? I, don't I didn't live there. Maybe bit. that's why. Lots of gunplay. I've never been much gunplay. of a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> not that great. Uh, just get a horse and the rest <laughs> takes care of itself. God, everyone in Chicago has a horse. Always told me. <laughs> get rid of my car. It's like horse up. It's a very horse friendly city. Uh, what if that's the next step of hipsterdom? There is, is a horse lane. Yeah. It is. What if that becomes uh, like chickens in Portland? People get chickens. Exactly. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Backyard chickens is huge in Portland right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm not surprised. I can't uh, wait to I've see what becomes the I'm next cool a, vegetable. <laughs> you know, right now it's oh. Brussels sprouts. And, oh, is kale out? Oh, oh. Powell's City oh. of Books. Yeah. A hoodie. Yeah. Oh, Powell's hoodie, Dan, is, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Right But now. yeah, kale. I, I like kale. kale. Brussels sprouts is the cool vegetable. Oh, yeah, Brussels. it's I, everywhere I, you go. Right Brussels sprouts yeah. are great, though. You make, if yeah. you cook them the right way, they're great. It's, yeah, it's, but, what, yeah. The problem is kids always get fed boiled yeah, Brussels yeah. sprouts, and those taste like like spinach murder. Yeah. It's disgusting. If you do it the way, have you, I had it once where they sort of separated the leaves. It kind of flaked. It's good, it's right? Good. Like if you, oh, if, you just sounds... put them, if you put them in your oven, they taste like like nutty and yeah. You put a little like salt and pepper on them; it's delicious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never had to eat them as a kid, so I didn't have that instinctive hatred of them. The first time I tried them, someone made them well, and I was like, "Well, this is delicious. Why is this the go-to <laughs> kid hating?" You know, in every like stereotypical like, oh, "I don't want to eat my brother." But isn't it also because they're quite bitter, and as uh, when you're younger. You can't do better. Like young, is that what it is? yeah. Maybe. I think like kids' taste change. Like when you're young, you just want really simple, really sweet, and yeah. But my daughter likes Brussels sprouts. She's four. What about okra? 
Yeah, I don't care. Really? I don't care for okra. You know what my weird. what my mom said to me once when we were eating okra, and I asked her why it was all like gooey. You know what she told me? She said, "Cause I spit in it while I cook it." Like, Jesus. <laughs> but you know how much I like okra? I still kept eating it. Because I guess, I don't know, I, I mean, your mom's spit it's isn't clean. the scariest. Yeah. Yeah, it's your mom's Your mom spit. uses that to clean you. So you're like, all right. <laughs> She's just spitting in the okra because she wants to make sure it's clean She's when I eat it. cleaning the vegetables yeah. that she cleans your face? Yeah. So, you know. Did she yeah, dip just, a rag into the okra sometimes to get smudges off your cheeks? Yes. Yeah, no. That's effective. As I, basically oh, God, what I'm saying, I just... the grossest part of being a kid. I want good. okra to have its time in the sun. Brussels sprouts, think, step aside. I think okra is too regionally associated. It's never going to have like a mainstream breakout. Regionally that, associated? Yeah, it's a southern food. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's also like... International, is it? Like Indian, I, like Indian cooking uses loads of okra. Oh, yeah. okay. I could be wrong. Okay. I don't know my. I thought it was like a typical Southern. You get like okra and collard well, greens. They use it, but know. yeah, like I've still had okra. Like, yeah, I could be, no. I could be wrong. I don't even know what it looks. like. We could like. all be wrong. What does an okra plant look like? What does it come from? It looks like a like a pod, like a like like a I don't know, like a weird looking like pod thing, and you slice it up. Yeah, it looks kind of like jalapenos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not so, as good. Yeah. So. <laughs> Science, folks. Science. Science. So, Dan, what is your background in science? Did you study anything science-related? I up? tried to, but I was really bad at it. Like, I was always really passionate about it, but anything that required, like, memory skills, I would just fall asleep and, like, never yeah. follow through on it. Like, I have, my college degree is just in theater. Like, I don't have anything fancy pants, but... Well, theater's was, a science. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I told myself. not being paid to perform. Because uh, <laughs> science, like, the way boxing is, is like, come on, <laughs> stop trying <laughs> to sell us. They're both, they're, yeah, they're both dead art forms. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like uh, when I was a kid, I thought for sure I was going to be a marine biologist. Wow. I found out in my early 20s that like everyone, I guess, wanted to be a marine biologist when they were a kid, but I was convinced it was like my thing. Yeah. Like, it was totally my gig. That or astronaut, I think. I was oh, astronaut. Yeah. I was too scared of outer space. I loved outer space, but like I saw space camp. Nah. I, I, I think I was, the, o- I was <laughs> the only person who thought space camp was like a true horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, the scariest thing I'd ever seen. The idea that like a kid could wander on a spaceship and then would have to deal with the horrifying murderous vacuum of space was just like bone chilling <laughs> yeah, to yeah. me. But even like now, I'm just terrified of the of the bureaucracy of being an astronaut. Like I'm reading this book, uh, Packing for Mars, and it just every page. I'm like, oh wow, yeah. why was it ever considered glamorous to be an astronaut? Your job would be the most tedious, it's paper so pushing. Expensive. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta play so many politics to like get. And you rich might get you might go, you. you might actually go on one mission in your life, and the rest of the time you're behind a desk doing like the most. Well, then you awful. go. Well, that's what's great about astronauts. Like if you if you follow their stories like half of them go on to become brilliant scientists and the other half kind of go completely nuts yeah yeah or uh, some, and some both like uh, like i know buzz aldrin went through like the whole rehab thing and well then he had his massive comeback on uh on uh, 30 rock oh, the voice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's done all the of the shows now hasn't he <laughs> did he do dancing with the stars as well <laughs> yeah it was awesome yeah he did that yeah him it's and probably Neil- the best thing he's ever done in his life <laughs> i can't wait the highest to see- moment of his life yeah. i can't wait to see him on Downton abbey Listen to see when he's supposed to have a, a little walk on part there. McClendon. A little moonwalk part on there. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, himself. I'm somehow. surprised in the 80s there weren't any astronauts that had to do these like shitty PR things after Michael Jackson came out with Thriller and have to do like some kind of like Super Bowl shuffle style thing of astronauts doing the quote unquote moonwalk, you know? That wouldn't be above NASA. I think, I think the problem is NASA too. just doesn't even know how to do that. Like, NASA right, doesn't even know. out of the loop. They like, there's, well, they're, it. yeah, it's like they're great. And then um, it's only recently, I think, with that like last Mars landing that you feel like they've even really properly reached out to yeah. like the populace. I feel like so many of our like scientific and ast- astronautical in particular thing, it's like it's a bunch of nerds 
selling it to people who don't give a crap right. and like and like think about the first the only thing in the last couple of decades that's captured the public's imagination is that one guy at mission control who's got the side of his head shaved or whatever right? uh-huh. that's like the, the cool that guy's name is uh, uh bobak and he's he's of a fan he's a fan is. of los angeles like alternative comedy and no like, way yeah, really yeah, yeah he's he goes to thrilling adventure hour and what? a bunch of stuff yeah 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 but, oh my god if he's listening to this you got to come on our podcast uh and i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't i'm sorry i didn't know your name buddy I'm so sorry. He's not, he was great because I, I I thought he I thought his mohawk was awesome. I used to yeah. have a mohawk back before I realized how poorly my head was shaped for such a thing. <laughs> and uh, I, I started following him on Twitter, and then all of a sudden I realized he was like talking to like all those thrilling adventure hour wow, guys. And that's was, awesome. Like, pump. And then he did like an interview with Rolling Stone where he talked about it. I that's, was like, wow, that's crazy that like those guys are into that. But I guess they're all but that, in Pasadena, so yeah. right. And that, but also that's like stuff like that, or people just being interested in talking about what it is they're doing that's great that is what gets people interested in science it's right it's when they try and right. do those awful like reach out yeah yeah right. when it's right. obviously not the person's <laughs> natural state of being and you're putting them in some kind of yeah it's, it's like the difference between like a teacher being excited about shakespeare and explaining that to the class or a teacher yeah. going hey you know shakespeare's a bit like tupac yeah. i'm just trying to explain <laughs> it that one it's just like uh, it never works by the way did anybody hear that space shuttle just go over us just now <laughs> They grounded those. Uh, um, That's you, what they want you to believe. You know, uh, w- <laughs> the mystery though is what is that thing we saw fly over us in the middle yeah. of the day on a Sunday? <laughs> couldn't be a space shuttle. Uh, Thank um, goodness we couldn't look up. There, there actually was a uh, there was a Mars story that came out quite in the last week or so. It came out certainly before uh, since New Year's. Uh, as as well as the Mars landing, there was this study where they locked a whole load of volunteers in a uh, Mars simulator. You see that to see Wait, how? No, I didn't I, see that. I like that they call them volunteers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they were locked up against their will. Yeah. Well, the Chinese version yeah. of the experiment. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> People who were caught with a blog that disagreed with the government were <laughs> lottery-winning citizens were allowed to experience Mars. <laughs> so what it was was they're, they're doing these they're doing these trials every so often where they test because if if man if they are going to send like a manned crew to Mars. They're gonna oh, be. No, I did hear about this. Yeah, thing. they're gonna they're gonna be locked away uh, in this capsule, basically with very limited contact with anyone else for I think it's eighteen months. That's roughly how long it takes for them to get to Mars and back again, or even might be just one way. I will check that in the article. Yeah, it's uh, about uh, five hundred days, right? Yeah, five hundred twenty days. That's how long it took you. That's no, that's what another one of the lockup things. Either that Russian experiment or another one. There've been a couple of simulators where they've had people locked away for that long. Yeah, to see this, how they this one was the Mars five hundred simulated measurement mission. In which uh, six astronauts were locked. This is what the article says: six astronauts. I don't know if they count necessarily as astronauts if they don't leave the parking lot. It's but pretty generous. <laughs> yeah. just, they're just like in a room somewhere. I also, I also feel like I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm re- oversimplifying this, but like, isn't that the worst way to prepare for Mars? Is to like let's spend a year and a half just locking our scientists in a room where we can't talk to them. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, there's going to be some really rough parts of being alone with those people, but isn't that the least important part of the mission? Like, well, like not, cabin fever? But they're like, also like, testing certain things, and one of them is uh, sleep deprivation and the effect okay. it has. Okay, well, that part I get, but like... Plus two, it also helps um, with uh, business for Holiday Inns in the Midwest. So that it's not just sixth grade birthday parties. They also lock okay. away the astronauts. I know the movie for, Cedar Rapids yeah. did a lot for your community, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think Holiday Inns. 
for reading the answer. Well, in answer to your question, though, Dan, this book that I was talking about, Packing for Mars by Mary Roach, uh, is about just that. It's about purely the human side of space exploration and how important that is on these kind of missions. Like The longer the missions go, the more important it gets that we understand how people behave because there's also all these problems with like cross-cultural... Uh, that like, part makes more sense to me, yeah. Like the space station, when, when like Russian astronauts and Americans and other ones were together, like there was... Uh, like first of all, Russians sneak booze into space on the regular. <laughs> Seriously, I love that. Yeah, yeah. They so do. there's so they get, they're getting drunk in space, hitting on women. Like that there's been amazing sexual assault stuff that's happened in space. I remember once in I was in a French airport and there was a sign on the wall that said uh, it's forbidden to drink alcohol in the departure gate, and the sign was only written in English and Russian. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a stereotype if it's true. They like their booze. But yeah, they, people smuggle, astronauts smuggle uh, stuff into outer space all the time. And it's like... But how do you... I can't believe you can smuggle that, that bottles That costs of, them money, doesn't it? Doesn't like... By weight? Yeah. Spend yeah, sure. fuel to get them... The I, most expensive vodka ever. To get, your, <laughs> to get your ocarina in outer space costs NASA like $30,000. I wonder if the buzz is like way different. I it's got to be is. better. In I mean, there must be studies that they've done on the effect of... Man, I want to get drunk in space. It sounds awesome. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. It, space does all sorts of weird stuff to your metabolism because yeah, you don't really need to. You feel a need to sleep automatically. Like you have to. You like, don't feel need. You said I think so. Well, I think really? you lose over time. I think your your body's natural instinct to sleep because you no longer have like these gravitational uh, pulls from like the moon that sort of trigger things and yeah. like, and the and, dark and, and your taste buds change as well because because uh, the way you normally experience flavor. Uh, in food, right. most of it's scent, and most of that is the vapors from the food being oh. and it's traveling in a. It screws oh. up your desire to drink water too. Like I think, like really? yeah, you get really dehydrated easily because wow. you like forget. Oh. I want to try this. I want to fly around in one of those vomit comics for a bit and see if that. Yeah. So a lot of astronauts they ha- they have loads of hot sauce in their food because <laughs> flavor's different and they just and they need some kind of stimulation. Really? Are you yeah. kidding? Really? Yeah, no, it's completely true. Oh. So every time you see someone at a restaurant like... with a ba- bottle of Tabasco on the table, they might be an astronaut. Sounds like a college bachelor, yeah. yeah just like... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, one of these, in this study or this in this experiment, um, one of the people uh, locked up for the, for the 520 days, uh, the sleep pattern went off by one hour every day. I can't remember if it was one of the guys or one of the women, but they got into a 25-hour sleep cycle. So, oh. so, so basically That's after bizarre. a month, they were just... So after, after, after a couple of weeks, they were exactly halfway out of sync with the rest of the crew. Wow. They were just sleeping when they were awake and vice versa. Weird. What do they say that that means? Well... They, they're saying they just need to do more studies to how to stop that kind of thing happening because it, it screws up your ability but to do work. But don't you just, and- like, go to bed? Like, that's the part that's, that, that I don't understand because I've fought jet lag before, fighting it right now still. Like, it's yeah. like, don't you just go to bed and fight through it for a week? Like, I understand. They're not in zero gravity. So, like, yeah. what is so hard about just going to bed? I don't know, but I think once and, you like, get rid of those... You just need a stern I mean, parent in there to just to bed. I mean, like, go, to bed. <laughs> go to bed. Well, because, like, it's not like they have insomnia. It's They're calling it their sleep cycle as if they're <laughs> they're sitting there at the stopwatch going, well, I'm not sleepy, so I refuse to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's bullshit. Just lay down, dummy. Like, it's, it's I, not... Yeah, yeah. I think their main problem was having one teenage boy as part of the crew, <laughs> <laughs> playing Halo all the time. <laughs> Not good. Someone snuck a flashlight in a book. And, uh, <laughs> oh, did man. I hear something up there? Go to bed. 
Oh, anyways, but uh, this book, though, I do recommend reading. It's really interesting. And I also love hearing about how the Japanese try out their astronauts, because to see how they do under stress under long periods of time. Is it one of those game shows that they do? It almost is. Like, they have them, all these things that they're watching them through hidden cameras, or not hidden, maybe, but they're they're sequestered with their possible crewmates, and then everyone else in these other rooms are watching them observe their behavior. And they have to do, like, talent shows, and, and then behavioral <laughs> scientists are seeing what talents they choose, how that says, what that says about them. They have to make a thousand cranes each, origami cranes. So then, and they well, have that makes sense. That's yeah. Is that does or doesn't make America sense? America does. does. That. They do what? Do, yeah, that American kind of astronauts stuff? have to make cranes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I thought you because <laughs> no, like, they have to make they have to make bald eagles. It's either really <laughs> stupid or eagles. really smart. And then once you hear the reason, you're like, that is really smart because they have then they have a thousand of these things that they can look at and they have like specialists analyze the construction of each of them from the then especially like comparing the beginning and the and end if they're consistent if the end ones are shit. How quickly the quality drops off as they're making a thousand of them, mm. and how they and the, how how long good. how fast they were for each one. Interesting. Yeah. I really hope they also just do things like make them go over an obstacle course while someone's spraying them with a hose. Well, of course they do that. Yeah, of course they do wearing that. nettles in there. Yeah. Well, and the talent, yeah, the talent contest thing that makes sense to me, you know, because I don't want anybody going up in space. They can't do the do 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 do. Sweet child of mine. That's a hard guitar solo. It's one of the hardest. It's hard. Yeah, it's yeah. tricky. It's very what, But what if your skill, what if you uh, chose juggling? Because that doesn't even, uh, it's useless in zero gravity. Yeah. That's, well, that's, I don't know. You can't entertain some awesome mates. juggling in zero gravity. You just place ev- the ball somewhere. And then if everyone can juggle, juggling. then no one can juggle, mm-hmm. really. Then the definition of juggling just goes away when it's... Well, then you've got, <laughs> then, then you got the challenge of... I don't think that'll ever be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can juggle. <laughs> in space, everyone can juggle because you just put the ball there. In a state, you could look. I'm juggling twenty balls. You would be great in though. In space, would... everyone can juggle. That was yeah. the, that was the second tagline for Alien. <laughs> really? Not only is, I would actually love to see astronauts in zero gravity trying to juggle because that I no they can't juggle. There's no gravity. That does They would just you. They would just keep going in one direction yeah. until they hit something. So like, I would love to see them like trying to make it work. Like, it you could, do, you a, could do bounce juggling. Like if you had a bouncy ball, right, you could right. ba- like throw it off a surface. But it wouldn't arc. Like you couldn't do that. No, but it would be, it'd be I'd tricky. Like it. I'd like to see him play uh, uh, volleyball. How would that work? Yeah, it would just off the ceiling. You'd have, everything would have to be. Just, yeah, yeah. It's like a bumper pool, or it's like uh, when you're playing. Shuffleboard at some bars, but you can't go straight. You have to go. They're shorter. They have those bumpers on the sides. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Listen, to, so listen to the podcast. Uh, email us probably science at gmail or tweet us at probably science with the games that you'd like to see astronauts playing in space. <laughs> <laughs> we will do nothing with that except read it and chuckle. Yeah. Oh, gravy. So That's anyhow, uh, I guess we should get to our first science story. Unless we're going to do our, our lightning round uh, science quiz. Maybe that should you wait have for a couple. Why, why not? I, we can put it to two people at once. Let's give this a go. This is no right answers, no wrong answers, just whatever. First thing comes to mind. Uh, so, your favorite scientist? Albert Einstein. Sally Ride. Boom, boom. Excellent. Least favorite scientist? Ugh. Uh... <laughs> They're so nice, That's though. All yeah, of yeah. Them. <laughs> They're just nice I, I, people. Oh, I keep thinking I get probably the uh, no wrong answers. Oh God! Oh, this is horrible. But, uh Billy Mays. Oh, okay. <laughs> of OxyClean fame. He rubbed me the wrong way. I'm sorry, <laughs> he's passed. But <laughs> respect for the for the past. Come on. Maybe Kane, because he's the scientist that invented murder. Right? Just because oh, you invent yeah. something doesn't mean See? you're a scientist. Biblical. Though, does it? Yes, it does. <laughs> 
I See, that's what you meant, call uh, Christian science. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were going Herman Cain. It was going to be because of like, <laughs> the quality of the pizza. Like That's true. It wasn't the best pizza. Yeah, or Cain the wrestler. Like a- Could have been that. <laughs> oh, I would never have bad feelings towards a wrestler. How could you? Yeah. I'm from Iowa. My, uh, that's all they have out there. Yeah, that and, and when something goes underwater. You know. <laughs> My coworkers and I are going to go to some kind of WWE event. Uh, next weekend that I'm pretty WWE event awesome. WWE wrestling I think yeah. you forgot to say the E and I was for a, for a split second I, just, I was like what I'm, is he talking about I'm sick I have a cold that makes me drop letters um, no I'm going to see my first pro wrestling match oh my. is that what you'd call it event rumble oh. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I'll, I I'll report so back I have, I have no idea what to expect it's amazing you been uh, I haven't been to one, but like I know one of my brothers went to one, and he told me about it. And he said it was amazing, and like I used to, I was like the biggest like when WWF and WCW. I and went stuff, to one like, yeah. like years I used to ago watch when they came to the London. Time. Like we went to it when we did SummerSlam or something like that at Wembley in nice, in nice. the late eighties, early nineties, <laughs> somewhere. Like that. I mean, it was like it's it's like a soap opera basically, right. you know. But and we, and we all love those. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Brooks is a huge fan. And He's everybody always... shaves their armpits, so. Ooh, I mean, I wasn't in until I heard that. When did that, when did that start? That was, like, that was somewhere around it the was... kind of early 90s. They were... Yeah, I just... Suddenly armpit hair went out for the, for the progress. Oh, and yeah. I was okay with that. I... So none of them have chest hair, because I think if nobody did, then one bad guy should have it just to be that much badder. Like, I... look, he also <laughs> has chest I hair. I think occasionally like, they will, but it'll be like, you know, like every so often there's a wrestler who's like the, like, the beast or monster. Or like, yeah, that should be his persona. This guy's not a human. Yeah. He... <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's so... got hair on his shoulders. He's like a different species. Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. He's normal. <laughs> Shoulder hair. Any of you guys have it? And what do you do about it? I, I, oh, I, I, I'm surprisingly hairy. I've got surprisingly hairy shoulders. Do you just let it go? Yeah, I let it go. You don't do anything with it? I don't. Well, yeah. What, I don't. Do you? Well, I got that little <laughs> ten dollars. You seem really proactive, Mister. <laughs> I was just. I, I'm you tweet just, that shit. I'm an advocate of this uh, ten dollar thing you can get at any, any drugstore. I think it's called sometimes it's called the micro touch. It's basically like a sideburns trimmer. I feel trimmer. like I'm being proselytized to it. It's like really the like <laughs> sideburns trimmer, the back on uh, yeah, the back of electric yeah. razor, and you can just go. Zoop, but zoop. do you? Yeah, but it's like two minutes a week, you know. But don't you? Does it grow back and just feel like your whole skin's crawling? No, it's not shaving. I like how it's high just like your clippers. But why would you? So you're, the skin. But you're still giving yourself like a body crew cut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're still yeah, like people you touch you and like ah, like hey, no, 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 nobody. T- I'm saying I do. Like, <laughs> nobody touches you. Nobody I touches heard you almost me. say hey, it. Hey, I don't let humans touch me. <laughs> But no, doesn't it make you feel like a hedgehog or some shit? You got the, like the shoulders no. of a GI. If I exactly. saw if I saw a hedgehog able to shave itself, I'd be impressed. It I does no, but a hedgehog. hedgehog looks like it's it's had a little uh, a little uh, electric razor action to even it out in that perfectly formed. But little... it's just it's born that way, right? And I'm just saying that's what the whole song is about. <laughs> Body hair is gross enough. <laughs> born that way, parentheses the hedgehog song by Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think you should you guys should stay on top of your shoulder hair. It's the Ugh. least you could do with all the stuff women have to do. Come on. Oh, no, yeah. women don't have to do shit. That's their own fucking <laughs> Are you kidding self-impressive me? bullshit. That if, they, I didn't, uh, if I didn't take any sort of measures, I'd look like Tom Selleck. Good. Maybe <laughs> you're supposed I've wanted to. to. Yeah. Maybe you're supposed yeah. to, Hannah. Tom Selleck is attractive. And I would never <laughs> leave my, my place, Ugh. though. I would just look at myself in the mirror. This isn't a feminist you guys, podcast. We're though. getting way off track. Okay, back to the lightning round <laughs> quiz. Favorite Australian animal? Oh, easy. Uh... Oh no, because but it's not Foster's beer. <laughs> There's a look up. You got a computer. It's on the internet, yep, yep, right? Yep. What's the the animal? It's spotted. The animal. Look up marsupials. Is... Spotted. 
marsupial spot. There's one. There's there's this one kind of marsupial that just looks like a little badass. Uh, Dalmatian. <laughs> Marsupials spotted. I it's a, it's a, spotted. It means it's a reference to its fur pattern. No, I know, I know. Uh, are you talking about a tiger qual? Yes, tiger quals are fucking <laughs> oh my awesome. Gosh. The Holy shit, it is pretty awesome. <laughs> you see what I this told is, you? You might have just won. Hannah's all scoffing oh, at that. You might have just won you. the quiz. That is actually that, pretty yeah. cool. That is the tiger awesome. qual has kind of the face of an opossum, the body of a cat uh, that's spotted, and it, um, looks like, it looks like someone's... It has a cat's look. tail, not a gross... Uh, not a gross rodent tail. It reminds me of this um, a- animal that I saw. I went to Costa Rica Aww. a couple years ago, and they had like something like that. It was like the equivalent. It was like their version of the raccoon, but a lot cuter looking. Guys at home, look up. Oh, sorry, just move yeah, yeah. Those things are the look shit. Look up tiger qual. It's pretty sweet. But why would we call it? Well, tigers have stripes, not spots. Why would it be called a tiger? Qual? <sighs> because they're Australian. They can't do anything right. Because oh, it's bitten the heads off of twelve circus ringmasters throughout <laughs> history. It's um, it's. Australia's largest and the world's longest living carnivorous wait longest living living marsupial living carnivorous marsupial yeah 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 and it's considered an apex predator oh it's pretty wow. awesome that sounds what's pretty an apex sweet. predator I would assume the top of its yeah chain. there's no there's no carnivore that eats it really that's yeah. weird because it's not that big and well there used to, that's Australia's one of the reasons I like it stuff there used to be stuff. right well there used to be a lot more and but it's like Tasmanian devils and, and, right. and, and Can, there's other quals too I think there's DJ of course from uh, <laughs> <trip>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's doing pretty well out here. Yeah. <laughs> if they would sorry, had... he's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to be in Jim Jeffries' new series. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, legit. FX? Yeah. Nice. What if there would have been a tiger qual instead of another tiger in Life with Pie? It wouldn't have been as ex- out of a... stakes. Wouldn't have been as yeah. high. Yeah, it would have been <laughs> a tiger qual yeah. just There's like a, like gets some kind of like sneak attack on the hyena. He's like. just stuck on a raft with a budgie. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> an, an eight pound. Uh, yeah, yeah. He would have just put it in a shoebox, and that would have been it. <laughs> and just float in the water and wait till somebody. Yeah, Tasmanian tigers are pretty badass. They just they don't they don't exist no more. Oh really? We well, we forgot to mention this. You may, might not claim any science background, but I know you at least know a shitload about dinosaurs. Where does no, that come I don't from? know. Yeah. I don't know that much. Oh really? No, I just think they're awesome, and I have a lot of opinions about them. <laughs> and I, 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 for you know, five years, I've instigated audiences to say species to me, and I've yelled back at them. That doesn't necessarily mean I know what I'm talking about. Oh, you're pulling back the curtain. I don't want to know this. I like to assume a person standing on an elevated lit platform with a microphone No, but like sometimes I'll say, I'll say like Chasmosaurus when I meant Camarasaurus and then like it'll get on the internet oh and I'll have God. to deal with like thousands Nerds. of people. Oh my Nerds. Nerds. Yeah. I, I've learned like that I used to, I used to think of myself as a nerd. Now I'm like no, I just care about stuff that people don't usually care about. I don't know what the word for that is, but I have no tolerance for pedants. Pedant, pedants are like but my you, arch nemesis. Yeah, you do have some expertise in some very specific areas. I think we, we had some conversation at um, the Comedy Palace show about... Um, fish? Yeah, their fish tank, right? No, I think it was about... Uh, who's the guy who had a prosthetic nose? Like, uh, oh, Tycho Brahe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you know a lot about him, maybe? I, I, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, I've got... Um, like his uh, a little biography a friend of me just gave gave me on uh but he's crazy he's like all astronomers used to just be these government funded yeah geniuses with these crazy ass uh like instruments and yeah he was he was one of the craziest <laughs> what's weird is he gets let he was crazier 
but he get, he's less famous than his uh, his student Johannes Kepler. Johannes Kepler has all this shit named after him. Right. But uh, even Johannes Kepler, who is like his student, they say may have poisoned Tycho Brahe. Uh, even though he was like more of his theories were correct, uh, like Tycho Brahe, a lot of his I think he thought like the Earth was the center of the the. Solar well, Kepler system. came up. Kepler was the first person to properly get the motion of the planets. Correct. But what what was fucked up about him was he was still convinced there were moon people. Kepler right. was. That's the best like, part about Kepler. Yeah, like despite great. him knowing so much about the turning of the planets, he still thought that the crater pattern on the moon could only have been uh, created by an intelligent underground civilization that had built some sort of reverse domes. Oh. That makes sense. But I mean, wouldn't you want? Don't you still want to believe something like that? If you could, you, oh sure. You I mean, they, to, they made silent know? films about the moon people. Yeah, uh, yeah. like directly. Uh, and there was like a newspaper article that was like a parody, like like a, like a proto onion article about the moon people that was inspired by <laughs> johannes kepler's crazy ass beliefs that's great yeah yeah oh i wish i could remember what that article was there's some article um that you, you, you know the trip to the moon silent movie i was talking yeah, about the, that like the, eventually became a smashing pumpkins video and then uh, it was uh, like in, in hugo the who's the director that oh they, scorsese no no but the director they talk about and the, yes the, the lumiere whatever oh yes. yeah 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 i know what you mean yeah lumiere? Anyway, but that was inspired right. the movie was inspired by this newspaper article that was like a hoax about like we have found moon men and there were these weird like winged people who lived underneath the history is full of stuff like that there was, there was a i think it was aristotle who again like one of the great scientific minds of of human civilization uh thought men had more teeth than women yeah. Which is just the, the most easily <laughs> checked. <laughs> All you need to do is just... Well, you gotta, get, well, you gotta, you gotta just... get into a woman's mouth. <laughs> yeah, he had, little, yeah. he had some troubles that. with the ladies. <laughs> I don't know what that even means that I was implying. <laughs> By the way, the name is Melier, just so any fans okay. that are... Okay. Yeah, I was going to say Lumiere, that was that candle on uh, Beauty and the Beast. But Lumiere was also uh, <laughs> an, an early uh, film... Was it Pioneer Cinema? Lumiere and Company was a collaboration <laughs> between... Oh, no, wait a second... I'm I'm, I'm getting farther fire? off track on this. Um, we, sorry, we, go ahead. Yeah, should we should we go back to the quit? We got um, yes. What else? Oh, favorite, yeah, yeah. favorite constellation. Scorpio. Mm, let's go with uh, Libra. Both going zodiac. I'm assuming all zodiac signs are also constellations, right? Oh, yeah. Ursa Major is pretty good. Sure. Yeah. It's a big bear. Right. It's also the Big Dipper, right? Doesn't mm. one contain the other? Oh, oh. I don't know. This is, seems like a really basic thing. I, know. <laughs> I think that's yeah. true. There's some majors overrated. <laughs> yeah, majorly. Or some minor gets some <laughs> shit yeah. done. It's the hipster on exactly. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, favorite Be- best favorite experiment you were involved in at school. Favorite experiment. Oh man, we did this thing where we t- uh, took markers and we drew them on uh, coffee filters and stuck them in water, and then like the colors like went up and turned different colors. I don't know. It was Capillary weird. action. I think we were on drugs. Chromatography. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the water. Thing. Yeah. Because the different inks get carried. The different pigments get carried different yeah. distances. That's what it was. I took a space exploration class in college, and for our final, we had to come up with a, a, a scientific experiment that had to do with our major. And because I was a theater major, I wrote a play about astronauts and the the experiment was the we had to cast members of our class 
in it, and it was all liberal arts majors yeah. who weren't actors. Oh no! And so it, <laughs> it, it, I declared the experiment a failure. <laughs> uh, but it was fun to make people read these, and I, and I made the play like super abstract and weird too, like really just to out get there. Them out of their comfort zones. Like I'd just been funny. reading a bunch by this playwright called Mac Wellman, who just like was this bonkers guy who wrote about like hobos murdering each other with shovels <laughs> and, and like vampire like hobos uh. at that, and so like. Yeah, yeah, I was just it like... Sounds like he lives in my neighborhood. <laughs> Man. The vampire hobo section of Eco yeah. Park? Or yeah. What was that? yeah. <laughs> um, Failure. Okay, what's the largest explosion you guys have ever been part of or Ooh. been a party to or experienced or witnessed? Explosion? Mm-hmm. Largest explosion. Uh, um, if I have a good one. One time, uh, this was years and years ago, I was a kid. I was like uh, like 11 or something. We were at this fishing resort uh, in Minnesota, and my mom was going to light the oven or something, and she... <laughs> It's it's funny now because she's not dead, uh, but she she had the door open and I don't know what the hell she was doing. She was trying to light it somehow, like from the inside. And all of a sudden, I hear this kaboom, and she falls back, and like she like the hair on her arms is like burnt off. What? And she like I don't know how she she was like pretty much unscathed, but she was just like she was like wow, I almost died. And I was Jeez. like, yeah, that would have really put a damper on our vacation. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that was pretty crazy i i can't remember i feel like i've most ex, most explosions probably made me so nervous i blocked them out because i was scared <laughs> i feel like i've seen a good one what about fourth of july but the biggest one yeah. i can remember is like aside from fireworks because i've seen some cool fireworks like because i live on the in chicago i lived on the 14th floor we saw some cool shit but nice. like uh when i was a kid me and my stepbrother found this really elaborate uh dollhouse on a curb uh-huh. and we brought it home <laughs> And we were playing uh, superheroes in it. We had superhero action figures. And we played for like an hour because it was like a really elaborate, like well-decorated dollhouse. Yeah. And we both looked at each other and we're like, oh, no, we've been playing with a little girl's doll. <laughs> so we filled it with M80s. Of course. <laughs> and that was when we decided which X-Men were toughest, like who would survive oh the exploding X-Mansion. <laughs> and uh, not oh. a lot of them survived. Not a wow. lot of them survived. <laughs> You just like metaphorically destroyed uh, any any possibility of homosexuality. Like, Whoa, we're not gay. We're blown up. <laughs> well, it was it was definitely like my stepbrother's idea because I was because he was like we've been playing with the dollhouse and I was like yeah, but it was fun. And he was like no man, we got to do something. <laughs> and he left me alone on the porch something with the dollhouse and I was like done. what? Oh, and he came back with all these fireworks he'd bought in uh, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's great. So nice. metaphoric. So in other words, I yeah. could still be gay because it was his idea. Well, yeah, if you, you had to be the instigator of the explosion in order yeah, to yeah. actually remove your homosexuality. But well, that seems like a good uh, point at which to actually get into some science news. Do you have something for us, Matt? Uh, okay. Well, here's a here's a story, a little experiment. Um, I'm sure you're aware that your fingers might go wrinkly after a certain amount of time in the bath or in in any body of water. That's, really. that's why I don't bathe. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Ugh. Oh yeah, that's why. That's why they called you Hannah Spongebath <laughs> Ganson. I don't, no idea. That suddenly makes a lot more sense. Um, Explains but, why I always have those sponges, too. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> always. Someone's like, I any- need a sponge. I got you covered. You're always holding them. Like, yeah. people are trying to talk to you, and you're, you're just, like, gesturing with like, them. It's like kind of... I hold it like a baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Wanna the weird touch part. touch yeah. my sponge, baby? You've got this really large sponge that weighs eight pounds that you <laughs> swaddle. <laughs> Change its diaper. Then it's nice to know I can't crush its bones. <laughs> this time. <laughs> I guess, you know, if they'd made you carry a sponge when you're around 18 at school, then you would have never had that problem. 
That's what they should have done. Difficulty. Yeah, they screwed me up. Uh, but it turns out um, they these scientists uh, reckon it might be an adaptation that gives us better grip underwater. That sounds like bullshit. Well, here's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> Hold tight there, Dan, uh, until you hear the evidence. Are you saying wrinkles are tactile? I'm not buying it. Um, so, by the way, I, uh, before we actually get into any of the experiment, the reason why, I was, I was sold some bullshit at school. I was, uh, according to this article, fingers and toes wrinkling water after about five minutes due to the constriction of blood vessels. The reduction in volume pulls the skin inwards. Uh, but as the skin surface area can't change, it wrinkles. Now, I was told by a biology teacher at school, uh, yeah, it looks like they're shrinking and wrinkling, but actually they're expanding through osmosis. Uh, but because of whatever the, the, the structure of skin, there's certain points where it's held, so it can only expand in certain places. So actually they're expanding rather than contracting. Uh, turns that's out, what it always it was, looked like to me. It looked like they were getting bigger. It looked like but according fingertips to, are getting sort of more According bulbous. to this article, Mr. Richards was wrong. Yeah, I don't think that was a biology teacher that told you that. I think that was a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> or a There's a series of, of magical sort. anchors was that yeah. hold their skin down. Under a bridge that someone you know might what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and all of his lessons were in rhyme. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Did he ride away on a was dragon? Was he smoking a really long Tolkien-esque pipe? <laughs> <one>? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and he specifically described it as Tolkien-esque as well. Uh, was something or someone told that it shall not pass? Because <laughs> that's also... <laughs> yeah, and he sent me on all manner of quests. Uh, which is why I'm now in America. <laughs> you think any you think any teacher has ever been super grandiose and flunking a student and just said, "Thou shall not pass." A teacher, yeah, like, probably a pretty unpopular for teacher. <laughs> Different meaning I could of the see word pass. A couple of English teachers pulling that, and everyone yeah. going, "Ugh." <laughs> um, I, w- I remember like another bit of bullshit that I was told by a different teacher at the same school uh, was the thing about glass being a liquid. You heard it like gla- uh, I was no, told. Like glass is a super cool, super cool C double O L E liquid, and it flows over time, which is why glass. When you go to like old like medieval churches or whatever, the glass at the bottom is thicker than it is at the top. Yeah, not true. What? Not true in the slightest. It turns out there's just the way glass used to be made. The the process that they used to make it was was fairly unstable and uneven, and it resulted in glass being thicker in some bits than others. And then generally they put the thickest bit at the bottom for because it was more stable. Wait, and that's, so, all, that's all I, it was. I, so you're telling me <laughs> that our ability to make glass was worse in the medieval times? Oh, I used to have. <laughs> I don't want to blow your mind on that one, but what? yeah. What? I have a fun glass story. When I was little, yeah, all fun. <laughs> when I was little, I uh, I thought all glass was made by lightning hitting the beach. (laughs) (laughs) All glass. (laughs) I heard that's how... I heard it it made glass, right? Like, if you don't know, when when the plasma of a lightning bolt... Silicons and sand and... Uh, And and I thought, oh, that's how you make all glass. And so I went to this Catholic school, and I, I I decided I was an atheist when I was, like, four. But I I, I already had to go to Catholic school anyway, and I got so bitter. I was like, I would look at those crazy church windows and just be like so many people must have got struck by lightning <laughs> <laughs> to make this these these opulent like self-indulgent windows and like, i remember i tried to expl- respect for the dead i tried to explain this to like one of my theology teachers that he was like no like man, you don't understand like, you make these in like these these you know industrial buildings that are very safe and there's no lightning involved it's like these yeah. ovens and i was just like Look, 
<laughs> I know a little bit about science. Were you just like afraid to go to the beach? For a while, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I and like and they tell you too, like um, that's a lot of lightning for all the glass in the world. I remember I heard like water conducts electricity super well, and and so you you know if you see lightning in the horizon, get out of the sea, yeah. get out of the, the, yeah. the water. But I thought that meant if the water was touching water and lightning hit it anywhere, that you would. So I would I started freaking out and like I would look at maps of the Great Lakes and just be like. Oh God! I'm swimming in Lake Michigan. I hope Lake Erie doesn't have like a, <laughs> like I thought it would like travel all the way and just hit me. Like no one else was swimming. I was that like narcissistic as a little kid, just like just even like a municipal pool or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that, but I would I would I would have that OCD moment of like yeah, well, being in the pool and wondering, oh God, is yeah, there a pipe that connects this? Yeah, water you're in the to, bath. Like, like the the pipe goes from the bath into like like through the sewage treatment into the ocean. They're all that's metal. Yeah. That's oh, I wouldn't take a I would yeah. never take a bath in the lightning storm. No. Absolutely if there's not. ever like an Indian Ocean storm happening, you wouldn't take a bath because it's, it's still connected. It's still it would connected. freak me out at all least. All of yeah. the water in the world goes live at that moment. Yeah. I did have to get talked down <laughs> by my parents a few times because of stuff like that. If your theory would have been right, wow, I don't think any of us would be here right now. Yeah, actually, no, water, exactly. Yeah. Water, <laughs> like we would all yeah. have been electrocuted. Yeah. At, at the, the crazy age of two thing about old. that is water is an incredibly poor conductor. In fact, like actual pure water is, but is so an water is a little bit better, right? As you have more things right. dissolved in it, it can change the the conductor properties of it but i think even when i was a lifeguard in high school i think i remember either i don't know how we would have had my chemistry teacher's home number but we got in some argument like all this <laughs> stuff about whether you're actually at risk like whether lightning shouldn't by any reason be attracted to the water in a pool it's lower than things around it right i mean there's but they always clear pools and lightning storms and i think we came to sort of the conclusion that the risk is just that if it for some reason happened to hit the water the fact that it would injure more people even though there's really right. no reason it would hit it the water it's got a quite a big surface area though the pool so it's like if there's, but why, there's trees nearby. around it the conducts pool, it better things, than dirt um and you can't swim i don't even know dirt. if that's true <laughs> well so it'll spread it'll spread, the it'll, it'll spread the dirt it'll spread if you're standing on the dirt you're also standing on your uh you're wearing shoes and things but like right, if exactly you, but you're not immersed in it like yeah. it's an opportunity to share a charge even if you're not literally being struck by it yeah but if you were standing i think this could be true if you were standing under a tree that was struck and you weren't wearing shoes oh my god someone's gonna call me on this and they're gonna this is such bullshit uh well if this is about superpowers i'm not gonna call bullshit. yeah <laughs> then you can uh, you can bend matter with your mind if, if you're if you're near a tree when i gets, knew you were gonna say that yeah. and uh i don't think you're lying no but yeah the pool thing always always irked me because there's no reason that that lightning would 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 be drawn to striking a pool but yeah there um i had a relative uh years ago he was hit by lightning from it hit a corn silo so this is something my grandma told me so who knows how how (laughs) accurate the story is but supposedly it was like an uncle or a cousin or something the lightning hit a corn silo bounced off hit hit the guy and the only reason he lived is because of the rubber in his boots that he was wearing. Oh wow, that sounds appropriate. Does it sound okay? Yeah, yeah. The rubber would have the rubber yeah. would have protected him because it means that the 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 electricity but, wouldn't find a path, wouldn't find an easy path through his body to the yeah. ground. But the it would go back out the way it came in. Bouncing off the corn silo thing. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, it doesn't isn't actually. It looks a bit like it bounces. It doesn't actually yeah. like it's. Well, yeah, electricity yeah. is not like a ball, but it's just it's finding the it's finding the best conductive path. Yeah, right. the easiest conductive path from from the to the from the uh, from the sky to the ground. Yeah. Do you remember? And, 
And if you're there, if you're in the middle, and if you're touching the ground, and if you don't have insulated boots, then you might be part of that path, and then you're in trouble. Corn silos are terrible conductors, too. Like, have you ever seen one drive a train? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, science! (laughs) (laughs) I'm Googling this right now, because I really want to find out if water, in fact, is... uh, Sorry, Dan has just checked out. <laughs> no, 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 no. I haven't checked out. I'm listening. Anyway, I, I getting back to the story at hand, the whole reason this came yeah. up was the teacher, teachers leading us in the wrong direction. And this, oh yeah, and uh, so the these wrinkling of your fingers. Hands. So what yeah. they did in this experiment, um, they they ran an experiment where they wrinkled up some people's fingers. Or gross. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they tested their ability to transfer marbles uh, from one container to another. <sighs> Both wet and dry, and it turns out when everything when, it, when your fingers are wrinkled and the stuff's dry makes no difference. But when it's wet, when you when your fingers are wrinkled and the and the marbles are underwater, uh, they are they're noticeably quicker, twelve percent faster with uh there with are so, wrinkled fingers. There's so many life and death situations in which you have to move those marbles know, underwater exactly. as like, quickly uh, as possible. Clearly, humans evolved from marble. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Our ancestors who didn't, well, the ones not even ancestors, the ones that didn't survive to pass on their genes because of all the marbles they weren't this able to pick up. This sounds like such a bullshit <laughs> experiment. Like, I don't, I get, I really do it sounds think serendipitous. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a great scientist. I know you are. I have much better tests than these. <laughs> I used to say that I was like the world's worst scientist. Like, all you had to do to be a scientist was declare you're a scientist. And then it's like, well, you're not employable, but you can still yeah. call yourself a scientist. Yeah. These guys, yeah. Who would I think you're funded, a good scientist? Who would have funded the marble grabbing project? I guess that's a pretty as as experiments go. This one's pretty affordable to to fund. That everything. sounds so stupid. Yeah, it's one of the few experiments that were done entirely in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like it, just it, there's no way that's why we like I I I, I could buy that um, that's part of evolution but it seems just sort of like evolution got out of the way on that one like evolution was just sort of like well we could make it harder to grab things when your hands are wet but let's just not seems like that worked out like that seems but, like such a passive it, but it makes it easier to grab things that's what is slightly well, right but so, you're still your skin is still constricting the way it would have anyway right what do you mean well because it's just a big bag of nerve endings in the end of your Finger. It's, it's a very okay. romantic way to put it. Say, a, say, say, it's it's a a you it's don't like to interlock your bags and nerve endings <laughs> with another person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but say, 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 like, you know, however many thousands of years ago, you're you're a, you're, you're a tribe and you're living near the lake, and the rival tribe doesn't have the constricty finger thing that makes a wrinkle, and you do, uh, <laughs> and you have the ability to reach into the lake and grab fish as they're as they're swimming past, and then grab them out and eat them. But it's not then the you, fish you, we want. It's the marbles. Exactly. And also, well, the like, fish might it, have swallowed marbles. Well, I, so think the mar- I think the marbles might stand in here for... Because they try... I'm, sure they're, gonna, I'm we, sure they're going to move up to a, the fish grabbing Dan, experiment. Dan, let me explain. After. In theater terms, it's like a metaphor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> metaphor. You know, speaking of you like dinosaurs, I always thought it'd be funny if someone thought metaphor was a dinosaur. <laughs> and you're like, like, they're like, I thought those were extinct. You're like, no. The bookish dinosaur. Yeah. I do love when I do that dinosaur bit and people shout out stuff that they think is a dinosaur and it's just some word. <laughs> has, has anyone ever said tarragon? <laughs> no, and, then the they're, one... and then they're reading a recipe one day and they're like, let's That's see, egg, great, sugar, tarragon. Oh, wow, this is an old family recipe. <laughs> That's, oh, better. Wow. That's better than the bad ones I get. Oh, yeah. I, I wish people shouted out tarragon. <laughs> Which that ones one have you had that are just people just putting consonants together? And the one I get the most is Lickalotopus. Uh, <laughs> right. Which I 
is that was that joke even originally connected to dinosaurs? Because it just sounds like a monotreme, right? It just sounds like a platypus joke. It doesn't yeah, sound well, like, like a dinosaur. What do you... I think is the punchline of a lesbian dinosaur. Joke. Is it a lesbian dinosaur joke yeah. though? Like, or is it like a yeah. platypus uh, lesbian joke? Because it just doesn't sound like a dinosaur to me. So I think that's yeah, just or, a or shitty. Russian. It could have been like a Russian. Or something. It's just the worst joke. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's like it's a reverse engineered joke, but it's poorly done. You know, it's and like, I get like a lot of like crocodilosaur, <laughs> like people just like throw like lizard in front of the word saurus or saur. They, just, they like, just want to impress you with their. We should explain what, what the bit is because you you uh, do you still do this in your act sometimes or sometimes yeah 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 I do it less lately but uh, I'm I'm always practicing it just in case. But the video of of one of the times you did it, it has like half a million views or so. Yeah, I was just yeah, looking yeah. It up. It's really but it's, funny. But it's just you getting the audience to shout out what they think is the best dinosaur. Right. And best and is a keyword because that's subjective and I act like it's not. That's the best part <laughs> of it. Yeah. You can't say favorite because that, that, then you have a contract with the audience that says we're all entitled to this favorite. Yeah. If you say best, that's like, no, we're definitively making yeah, a call you are, here. You are wrong on this one. Right, right. You take the audience to task for their shitty opinions. No, yeah. And it's, it's hard. It's to, great. It's been hard to do that bit as it's gone on because... The one I used to say was best. Like I just stopped giving a shit about. Like I was like, <laughs> like I feel like the more, like the more I, because that was the part that was hardest to improvise is the ending. And I just after a while, like this doesn't hold up. Yeah. So like I'd, I've changed so, it a lot. So now you're shouting down your own ideas as well. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> uh-huh. I, I get bored with everyone's responses and just stop, start interrupting myself and just be like, "What are you saying?" <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, well, I guess we go on to the next story. Before we do that, I thought it was interesting to note on this wrinkly hands thing also that uh, if you sever the nerves to the fingertips, the fingers don't wrinkle. It's all part. It's a nervous system that response. How did this experiment know that part of it? I, so, I, like, I, if you sign up to the marbles, like, also just so you know, halfway through this, we're going to sever the very nerves. minimal so, version of torture. So, yeah. if you, <laughs> if you <laughs> I think some tiger quals had to die for this experiment. <laughs> so, if you if you, what if you sever the nerves in your your nerves nerve ending the, bags, they you can't wrinkle. Yeah, the wrinkling only wrinkle? happens as a nervous uh, system response. So if you oh. if the nerves to your fingertips were severed, your fingertips wouldn't See, wrinkle I'm, underwater. I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna hope that this was found out because someone had an accident yes, and the nerves got severed, and then they went, <laughs> "Oh, my hands don't wrinkle anymore when I'm in the bus." But do, do only humans have this happen? Is that the point of the experiment that we evolved it, or is this like a mammal thing? Because that's why I made a dumb joke about tiger quals a second ago. Because it just sounds like something you just like, oh, like. Like, not only does it happen to humans, but look at this rat. We cut its fingers open, and then it doesn't right. go anywhere. No, let's, uh, let's get Gus the, the house Gus, dog. Oh, Gus has to go through so enough with Andy despising every molecule <laughs> of his being. I pay to live here. This dog just... <laughs> <laughs> but he's so gentle. He just wanders around. Is it because he's larger <laughs> than you? Is it because he's, he's this, like, 300-pound dog? He's he just neglected. turned into, like, a super Republican. And it falls on us to pick up the slack <laughs> of the... It's a long story. It's, you're, uh, you're the Romney of the dog world. Actually, no, Romney's he's, the Romney of the... Yeah. <laughs> he's he's the, the 47% over there. Like, I'm not going to win his vote. It's, I don't care about him. I just don't... I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Poor um, guys. Anyhow, um, let's move on. Back. We've already close to an hour and have gotten one story done. Uh, what do you like, Matt? <laughs> I like a lot of these stories. Let's but... go for the Skype one. I quite like this. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Do you guys use Skype very often? No. Never. Well, maybe you should because <laughs> I, you I use to... it all the time. I think it's great. I use Google well, you're Video from Chat. A weird country. 
Uh, is that better? Google Video Chat, you think? It's easier to use because I'm already on Gmail and it's right there. It's just embedded. Do you, well, that's probably also because you have to you, you have you have to talk to your children back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the obligation. You get to talk oh, to that your must suck. Just having to go, oh, jeez, another day. Child Israel. or children? I thought it was two children. I have two children. Two children yeah. Yes. Okay. But yeah, what's the deal with Skype? What's that? Oh, uh, you can use Skype to send secret messages. If you wanted to, if you were a secretive type or a it's spy nice to know or something, there's the option. yeah, because yeah. Skype messages can be intercepted and analyzed. And Skype, Skype's quite vague about how much security they have on. Like, like so Skype recently changed things, and now that people are like, so can the CIA listen in on your calls? And they're like, man, man, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you mean you can send secret messages? Well, what we mean is that, uh, and this is uh, done by. The Institute of Telecommunications in Warsaw, Poland. This team uh, Look consisting at you ducking of, out of pronouncing the right? name. Right? <laughs> I don't have to say the guys' names. I can just say where they're studying. <laughs> there are a lot of Mr. consonants. Fella. Not even going to attempt. One of them is named Karis. I can pronounce that one. And literally, I'm not going to attempt <laughs> the other two other names. Name. There's no way I could. Uh, Let me see this name. It's like the the way Coach Shashevsky like never would have come up with that. It's that's one of them. Maybe maybe Mer- maybe Mazur- Mazurchek and yeah, it's just Mazurchek, man. Sipiorski. Zipiorski. Mazurchek, Karas, and I'm guessing Zipiorski. And it turns out uh, secret messages can be hidden oh, within their names. <laughs> so they, they analyzed uh, Skype data traffic during calls and discovered an opportunity in the way that Skype transmits silence. Because uh, when there's no uh, audio information being sent, rather than sending no data at all, they send these... Uh, 70-bit long data packets instead of the 130-bit ones that would carry speech. So then this team hijacked those silence packets and injected encrypted messages into those, and then the Skype receiver simply ignores the secret message data, but it can nevertheless be decoded at the other end. So uh, that, that, sounds- that secret data is indistinguishable from just silence. So it wouldn't be picked up by somebody who was... Um, There's a team of nerds, so it's not like anyone can just do this. It's like, you gotta have... Like, well, yeah, a but I mean, <laughs> if you were an espionage sort, you could... Well, the same is true of any kind of secret message. You're using, like, using invisible ink. Oh, well, I don't have any invisible ink. Well, yeah, because you're not a spy. <laughs> but like, you, <laughs> you could make some. This hits close to home, because I've been on a, a Homeland bender. Do you guys watch Homeland? No. Reluctantly, yeah. Reluctantly. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so preposterous, but I can't stop. I'm almost caught up with... Uh, I'm at like episode eight of season two right now, but um, they actually use Skype at certain points in the show. And I'm like, really? Is that what the CIA would be doing? That seems <laughs> a little less than secure. My favorite part is when Mandy Patinkin uh, tells the Carrie character, he's just like, you're the smartest and the dumbest person I know. <laughs> like I stood up and cheered. I was like, yeah, I know. I know. I get it, Mandy. It's infuriating, that show. It's infuriatingly great. Um, do you, you don't watch it? I haven't seen it. I, I refuse to until they change it to uh, my so-called homeland. <laughs> so. You need some Jordan Catalano up in there? <laughs> Don't we all? Does up Jared in Leto there? appear in season three? He better. <laughs> He's playing emo somewhere. I can't believe that that show was only on for one season. I just looked that up recently. Oh, yeah. 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 My so-called life was one season. How is it that big of an impact on... Like, everybody knows that show. It's the same know? with like Freaks and Geeks, too. Like That wasn't... That's true. Yeah. 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 And, like, everybody that was on that show now is like, oh, you Look know. at us in Avatar yeah. movies. Oh, my God. This is 40. The worst, I didn't you see guys. That. So bad. So bad. You, you want to hear Nobody. what's bad? This Christmas, I go to a Christmas party. It was supposed to start at noon. I get there about 3 o'clock thinking, oh, it'll be happening, you know, because things start happening at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, I showed up, and the only person there was a the person hosting the party. 
And I said, oh, where is everybody? She said, oh, they, they went across the street to the Arclight to watch a movie. And I'm like, what movie? And she said, oh, this is 40 and Django. I'm like, they're going to see both movies? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, all right. And so nobody was there for five hours. <laughs> yeah, that's but, but we uh, oh, we built a gingerbread house. Hours. So that oh. was cool. Yeah, that was fun. Those are fun. Yeah. And tasty. Yeah. yeah, those are every movie out right now is way too long. Look how old I sound. Yeah, right now. no, but it's true. They're, like they're I looked at, too long. they're I, all like over two and a half hours long. I, like, I tend and to watch like, most films on planes. Like I, I almost never get through out. through a whole. Well, yeah, I almost never get out to actually yeah. see them. Like I don't watch them at home. I don't really go out to watch movies. But it, I, but I fly back and forth from the UK, and I'll generally fit in a couple of films then. Yeah, well, you uh, but got, but you if, it's like, if I look at it and I see like two and a half hours, I'm like, ah, I'm going to fall asleep halfway yeah. through that, yeah. and then it, and, and then we'll be kids, landing, so, yeah. and then I'll miss the end of it. Yeah. I just saw The Hobbit though. How long is that? That's quite long. It's like two hours fifty one minutes. How, like, how okay. have they done that? Because the the Lord of the Rings films, they did one film for each book, mm-hmm. and they're doing three films for one Hobbit book, even though the Hobbit book is smaller than any other. I individual. can't find anyone agrees with me. I think it's it's awesome like, yeah? it's great I haven't yeah. seen it yet they, they completely wrote new material so like that definitely pads the movie can, can you watch The Hobbit without seeing uh, Lord of the Rings like in it like no, uh, without it, having seen like it, it. Seen oh it. without yeah, yeah yeah oh absolutely, absolutely. Okay. well The Hobbit book was like his it comes before Lord it's, of the Rings it's like it's technically a prequel oh. he wrote it he wrote The Hobbit first okay so. but see I wouldn't recommend anybody watch um, the prequels to Star Wars before they saw the Star Wars oh, God, original no. but they were made but they were made they were made bef- after the original three. Yeah. yeah well, even, this even one saying too. prequel the is the wrong word because the other way he actually wrote it first. It's not like a prequel implies later written but takes yeah, place Yeah, even before. though the films were made this way was, around, the yeah. books the books were yeah. done The Hobbit and then Lord of the Rings, so yeah, yeah. you're fine. Well, um, I've heard this too. Have you guys heard that the Temple of Doom is supposed to take place before Raiders yeah, of the Lost Ark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that true? That is true. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. That, that just blew my mind. My, oh, wow. Whatever you call it, brain, <laughs> science. Well, back yeah. when they did it, it wasn't even like prequel wasn't even like a word. Yeah, it was just sort yeah. of like it was a sequel. But then, like part of the twist and what made it a cool movie was that it happened first. Like people were kind of like thought it was like a fun little twist. Yeah, I yeah. I did not know that until sometime in the in the decade of the zeros. Yeah, I didn't like even I, see it until the decade of the zeros because my parents oh, were really? at us when it came out because of how violent or oh, how, how something it was. Well, they it was, rip out hearts it was and pretty, monkey brains. It was pretty disturbing, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I saw it anyway. It was, uh, I, I saw it when I was a kid, and then whenever the gross parts would show up, I would just close my eyes. Yeah, the monkey brains. That's how I deal with reality, really. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> it's some disturbing, I just close my eyes. The monkey brains, I remember hearing my parents talk <laughs> about with their friends, but I'm like, why can't I see this fucking movie? <laughs> it sounds <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it... I love Indiana Jones. What we're doing, like old old time weirdy grim stuff. Why don't Why don't we go on to this other story? Uh, about, sure. uh, Does it have to do with mummies? They're well, old no, time. No, but it's and... equally creepy. How are you with stuff being shoved straight in your eye, and people touching your eye? Oh, never. Um, uh, I I'm afraid to even wear contact lenses. Yeah, I can't because yeah, uh, I, it, ugh, ugh. the eyeball stuff is no, the worst. I'm bad with that as well. <laughs> Um, like when you like watch a movie and they do like they stab somebody in the eye and I'm just uh, like oh it's the uh, worst like I'll just be thinking about it and then I realize I'm making this weird face and yeah I can't I can't even put in eye drops yeah. like <laughs> I'm yeah. really bad like eye drop if so, if I try and use eye drops I it takes me five times myself or I need to get someone else to do it yeah. and then I, I look like like whoever it is who's doing it will I'm look okay like with my eye mom yeah. and I'm five uh, like, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna miss my optometrist in Chicago I don't know how I'm gonna find somebody who like 
won't be offended by my constant twitching and squirming and flinching <laughs> the entire eye exam. Oh, um, yeah. I'm okay with people dropping stuff in my eye. I just, I don't know. The whole eyeball, like, bleh. It's, just, it's pretty gross. So I'm glad so, I have them. But so here's a man, story so about putting story scorpions in your eye. You don't like putting stuff in your eye. You're going to hate it. Uh, it's not that grim. But here, uh, here's the thing. So it looks like they found uh, some cargo ship uh, wrecked off the Italian coast uh, from around 140 BC. And on it, they found I this... I already don't like where this is going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some ancient monster that ate eyeballs. So, exactly. <laughs> and no one who's gone there has returned. But um, <laughs> they found this, these pills that they found on this boat... Uh, that they believe to be eye medication, um, and it uses the same active ingredients that we use today for eye medication. So it's got zinc. Uh, it's made mainly of uh, uh, zinc uh, carbonates, uh, hydrozincite, hydrozincites, yeah, and smithsonite, which are the two That's minerals right. that are zinc based. And zinc me- zinc medication is still used today uh, for eye and skin medication. But they're pills. Uh, well, it's believed that they're kind of pills. They're in pill shaped, but they're disc shaped tablets. But what they meant, what they think they do is they dip them in water and oh. dab them directly on the eyes. <laughs> uh, Stan's gone. Dan's gone. And they found him in this, this airtight tin cylinder. It looks like uh, like a like a chewing tobacco, like a tin of snuff or something Ew. called a pixis. And that tin would have been airtight to protect the contents from oxygen corrosion. This is 140 mm. BC. People. I can't fathom that. I can't believe people put shit in their eyes and knew that it wouldn't hurt them uh, back then. Well, because the other stuff they found was bloodletting equipment, which is not good science at all. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. That's uh, it's all perspective, really. <laughs> you got some shit in your blood before you had to leak it out. Yeah. Well, there are there are occasional times like leeches still to this day get used. Uh, That's to improve circulation though, right? Like if you get yeah. like a burn or if you... Well also if um, some, if they've, <laughs> they've used it sometimes if they reattach, say like someone's had the finger yeah, sewn yeah. back on again after an accident and they attach leeches to the end of the finger because the leeches help to draw the blood through oh. back yeah, yeah. into the into the reattached What appendage. if they accidentally sewed the leech onto your finger and then you just had a <laughs> leech finger for the rest of your life? <laughs> You would be the coolest. Leech finger. <laughs> hey, like leech fingers here, everybody. The best. Yeah. And you learn how to play guitar with it. Yeah. So every time I always goes, hey, leech finger, you go. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is like, oh, man. Like the Tommy I'm Iommi of ideas. leeches. <laughs> I used to have a bit about, because uh, dolphins, their penis can grip things. <laughs> what? Like a, like a forearm. Oh, my God. Because they mate in, uh, you know, pretty heavy have currents. to hold things together, yeah. I used to have a bit about how a guy in Hawaii <laughs> had his arm cut off in a threshing accident, and then he had a dolphin penis. <laughs> his, this was one of my worst bits that I, uh, I, I, like I did this for far too long, but uh, but then the, the dolphin that he got the penis from was a murderer, so... <laughs> Every, he would wake up with a, a dead porpoise prostitute in the <laughs> every morning. I like oh, it. man. I no, like it a lot. There are some weird penises in nature. I, oh, oh, boy. I, yeah. oh, Go, oh, do it. Do a, a Google search for a spiny echidna penis. Yeah. Oh, I've, yeah, I've seen. Yeah. Those that's things that the beetles? Terrifying. The beetle? No, no, no. no oh. That's that's actually a monotreme. Uh, uh, it's a it's like a platypus. Oh, it's, okay. It's one of the mammals that lays eggs, but its penis is oh. like it, it's pre it's not prehensile proper, but it, it's like a dolphin. It like oh, flaps here. around. I'll leave this up. I'm gonna hit the bathroom real quick. <laughs> I know exactly what you're looking at. I don't need to. Look, um, I don't need to get up and look at your laptop. I know what that is. That is an impressive uh, penis. We should maybe do a property science 
penis special at some point. And I think platypuses or something have like a forked penis because like, I think platypuses have See a here. forked vagina also. So it's like a maze. Oh, like it has uh, more than one. Yeah. Yeah. There's multiple ways to solve a platypus. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's um, there's a um, a duck. It's like called a blue blue duck, I think, or I don't. I don't <laughs> <laughs> it's, There's this pretty duck. Color. It's called that duck. <laughs> <laughs> I forget hey, the name. Hey, look at that. Well, anyway, I, I'm pretty sure if you just... I, I ever since Google was invented, I just stopped remembering anything. But like, oh, it hasn't if helped you, anyone. Yeah, no. If you uh, if you just Google duck weird penis, I'm sure it's going to come up. There's this duck. It has like a corkscrewed like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. And then there's Google also, duck weird penis. Yeah, now, man. yeah. <laughs> and then after you do that, do uh, there's this octopus that its penis detaches and floats around in the water and like what? looks out, looks for a female. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that like they are beyond. Much. And uh, internet dating. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That okay, sounds like okay. uh, that Transformer who is like a cassette player and would go send his little cassettes to yeah. go spy on people. I just Googled duck weird penis and I wish I hadn't. I'm not sure, <laughs> I'm not sure if any of these is right, but it, it's all wrong. Yeah, no, it's that first one there. See that? What? Look at that yeah. thing. Yeah, it looks like it's like a trail. Like, I don't like, even understand. This is like roadkill. It's, like it's like a corkscrew like penis. trailing behind it. it looks See, like- look at that. It looks a bit like that, and it looks a bit like those planes where you're like with a banner behind it. That yeah, <laughs> I don't just call it yeah, what, it so you don't What's the to. name of it? Does it say what the name of it is? Um, uh, it's something about oh. blue something or other. I know that. <laughs> something, something's blue. I don't know. Are you sure this wasn't just a traumatic event for you and the, <laughs> the color of the room you were <laughs> in when it happened? Yeah. It is. Uh, the, 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 um, what? It doesn't say what kind, I don't think. Uh. Um, some vaginas had spiral channels that would impede sex by twisting in the opposite direction to that of the male phallus. Other, uh, <laughs> wow. well, this, is, I don't, uh, this is too hot for podcasting. Yeah. No, I. Um, and we got to this from uh, eye pills. And then I have no there's idea a, how we got to this point. Where literally, I, I don't I have no idea how we got to this. There's a beetle too that has like a spiny one, so that when it gets in there this she can't get away my fault that we got to this no, no, she, I brought she up can't the dolphin get away. that's what it is worth pointing out and like then, Hannah has had no actual scientific information right up until we get onto <laughs> animal <laughs> penis <laughs> I, this is why species. This home is, economics and uh, weird animal penises <laughs> you know what I discovered when I was researching my dolphin penis bit back in uh, good old 2007 <laughs> yeah. was uh, was uh, there I immediately regretted this because it was actually something my brother told me, uh, uh, slam poet Rob Telfer uh, or Robbie Q as he goes by. But like he <laughs> he is super gross, my brother. So he told me about this. But then I, I looked up. There is a whole community of people who like f- seduce dolphins. <laughs> I think I've heard about and, this. And when I tried to Google like dolphin familiar. penis, there's like there's these people who write these like long like true stories about how they like made love to these dolphins. But dolphins are smart. You think that they're well, too smart for that. The best part is like it tons seemed... of people die cuz the dolphins dolphin think rape. think well well oh, isn't there dolphin rape is that I think thing? they're smarter was... than humans and and uh and you can tell by the way they drag them to the ocean floor and <laughs> like like there's all these great oh, stories wow. of people who tried to fuck a dolphin. Can you imagine? <laughs> and then they like... get dragged to the dolphin I'm not not many stuff dragged to the dolphin's secret underwater cave and people have found like underwater caves full of corpses oh, that, wow. that oh, dolphins corpses. have taken there <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah do, do, well cause like it's not always through fucking but like dolphins will, will often like if, if people try to play with them wild dolphins wow. will drag, drag them underwater yeah. so it's like oh so it's God. full of like some zoophiles 
but then a few like kids yeah. with cancer yeah. <laughs> just like, uh, just like, like this cave of corpses just like make a wish kids and uh, and her horrendous make, a, make a wish kid it'll be your last oh my god i don't know how you'd say that in dolphin i guess <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you tried because someone out there speaks dolphin and, and appreciated it. how do they drag oh, you by the mouth i mean they, they just look up they... dolphin murder cave just go, just go. <laughs> Just Google Dolphin Murder Cave. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I haven't been... Somebody needs to make that into a two-hour and 56-minute movie. Yeah. I haven't been in incognito Dolphin mode for Murder any of these Cakes. Googles that you've asked me to do. This is all on my record. Of, I feel uh, like somebody from the government's going to come after you after this. Yeah, For exactly. Googling all this stuff. Wait, wait, you just said there's incognito mode for Google. I need to remember that. You didn't know that? No. We Google Chrome? What do you use the internet for? Google Chrome. <laughs> I eat all this without incognito mode. <laughs> Uh, I'm just Googling okay. Dolphin Murder Cave I'm going to keep day. Googling Dolphin Murder and Rape. Uh, and then you're, you're Googling Dolphin Murder and Rape that. and how to send secret messages on Skype. Yes. We should, exactly. probably, we should probably wrap this I one up. I think we should. It's uh, about that time. It's just, whenever we get to it, like, we reach critical mass of animal penises. <laughs> and, Has that happened before? And Surely. marine mammal uh, murder. And... Uh, <laughs> I think that means it's time for us to finish up. Uh, listen, thank thank you both of our guests for for joining us. Well, thank you, uh, thank you. Um, have you got stuff stuff shows coming out to plug? Stuff we should know about? Stuff our listeners should be aware of? Yeah, my shows are on dantelfer dot com. It's I got competitive erotic fan fiction coming up. I think I was practicing my animal dong uh, bits for that one <laughs> today. It's a show. It's and a then show. Uh, put your hands together. Used to be it's all LA shows, uh, but they're all pretty cool. So check that Seriously. and you're at Twitter at Dan Telfer. Yes, sir. And Hannah, <laughs> what what should people know about stuff? That's uh, yeah, my my shows are on uh, HannahGanson dot com. Uh, my, my Twitter thing is just Hannah Ganson. I'm real original. Uh, shows I have. Um, I have one at Hamburger Mary's this Tuesday night, um, one at Universal Bar and Grill Wednesday night in North Hollywood, and then Thursday I'm on Main Stage Flappers in Burbank. So Nice. Awesome. Check yeah. them all out. So go yeah. out to those. And as always, we say, um, any corrections, clarifications, comments, <laughs> pictures, diagrams you want to send in, uh, probablyscience at gmail.com, tweet us at probablyscience. Uh, send more animal penises. <laughs> oh my God! Please inundate Please this podcast with animal send penises. Send them to our physical address. We want boxes of them. <laughs> I mean, there's a store in New York called Evolution where they sell animal penises. Oh, excellent! Like nice. little bones and stuff. So, Give certificates to that store will be accepted. And if you've enjoyed this, please, uh, please go on iTunes and rate us and write nice things because that helps uh, boost our numbers and helps people find out about us. Thanks to Lindsay Brown for making probably sized buttons or badges if you're from the UK because that's what we call them. Uh, and, and also. Yeah. Check out, I mean, it's already in your feed, so if you subscribe, you've already had it downloaded. But last week, we put out the first Probably History episode. With Jesse Case. And let us know what you think mm. of that also via the same science channels, because we want to know uh, if there's anything you guys liked, didn't like, I would like to see in that show as well. We'll keep putting that up in yep. this feed. I don't know how often, but maybe we'll spin it off into its own feed if there's enough uh, Yeah. Oh, and come to support. Setlist at Nerdmelt, which is on this Thursday, which I'm doing. Excellent. And then I think Australians, the TV show's coming out soon. It'll come nice. out later in the year for other people. But uh, ABC2, nice. look out for that. Uh, Great. But thank you very much for listening. It's the new year. We'll see you yeah. next week. Science. 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 Science.